Rumpelstiltskin There was once a very poor miller who had a beautiful daughter. She was the pride of his life. One day, the miller was ordered to appear before the king to offer a gift of honour to the royal family. But the miller had nothing to offer, so he went to the king's castle empty-handed. What gift have you brought? asked the king. The miller was so nervous he spoke without thinking. I... I have a daughter who who can spin straw into gold. The king was impressed, but not convinced. That's something I'd like to see, he said. Bring her to the palace tomorrow. The miller nodded and went home. He was so ashamed by what he'd told the king that he couldn't tell his daughter the truth. Instead, he told her that the king wished to meet her. The next day, the king sent his coach for the miller's daughter. Once inside the castle, she was taken into a small room in a tall tower. The room was filled with piles and piles of straw. And in the corner was a spinning wheel, a stool and a reel. The miller's daughter didn't know what to think, and as she stood looking at the spinning wheel, the king appeared in the doorway. Ah, Mistress Miller, your father has told me that you can spin straw into gold. You have one day to show me this trick. If you do not, your father shall die. With that, he turned and locked the door leaving the miller's daughter alone. Now, the miller's daughter had never even spun cloth, let alone straw into gold. She had no idea what to do and began to weep. Then she heard a voice at the window. My dear, why are you crying? The voice asked. The girl turned to see a strange little man. He looked to be very old, but he jumped and skipped around like a child. I have to spin all this straw into gold, the girl answered, and I don't know how. The little man smiled a crooked smile. What will you offer me if I do it, he said. My necklace said the girl, showing the man the beautiful silver locket that her mother had left her. Done, said the little man, hopping over to the wheel. In three turns, the reel was full of gold. He did this again and again, until the morning came, and where the straw once had been was now stacks and piles of pure glittering gold. When the little man was done, he grabbed the necklace, nodded to the miller's daughter, and jumped out the window. Just then, 
the king appeared. The king smiled greedily at the sight of his newly spun riches. But it wasn't enough. He had the guards bring the miller's daughter ten times more straw than before. Spin this straw into gold as well, and you shall become my queen, the king commanded. And then he locked the door once more. The miller's daughter began to cry. Just as she was about to give up hope, she heard something behind her. What, more tears? asked a familiar voice behind her. She turned and saw the strange man again. What will you give me if I help you this time? he asked. I have nothing left to offer. Hmm, said the strange little man, rubbing his chin. Then how about making me a promise? When you become queen, you will give me your firstborn child. The miller's daughter thought to herself, The king can't be serious about making me his queen, so I'll probably never have to give this strange man anything. Agreed, said the girl finally. And so the little man began to spin, faster than ever before. In the morning, once again, the room was filled with stacks of gold. Remember your promise, said the little man, nodding to the miller's daughter and then jumping out the window. When the king came to the door and found the room filled with gold, he was overjoyed. And with the miller's happy consent, he married the girl that very day. One year passed and the queen gave birth to a child whom she loved very much. As she was putting the baby to bed one night, she heard a strange but familiar voice. I have come for what you promised me, said the voice. She turned in horror and saw the strange little man at the window, tapping his foot impatiently. The queen wept. I will give you all the riches of the kingdom if you want, just don't take my child. The little man shook his head and smirked. A promise is a promise. But the queen begged the little man to give her another chance. All right, said the little man. If in three days' time you discover my name, you may keep the child. And with that, he was gone. The queen was grateful for the chance to keep her child, but she had no idea what the strange little man's name might be. She spent all the next day thinking all the names she knew, and that night the little man appeared. Have you guessed my name? he asked gleefully. Ferdinand. No. Archibald? No. Mercutio? No, responded the little man again and again, and when morning came, the queen had not slept and she still had not guessed his name. Only two days left, the little man said with a giggle. That day she gathered even more names, and when the little man appeared again, she tried again. 
Is it shish kebab? Or Ludwig? Or twinkle toes? Asked the queen hopefully. No, no, and no. Said the little man dancing. She guessed again and again. But his answers were always no. Finally, morning came and he left. On the final day, the queen sent messengers around the kingdom to discover names she had never heard of. And just when she thought there was no hope of keeping her baby, one of the messengers brought the queen some interesting news. While he was out walking near the great forest, he saw a little house with a burning fire in front of it. He walked closer and hid behind a tree. A strange little man was hopping on one leg and singing a little song. Nobody knows what I am called, nobody knows my fame. Tomorrow I shall win my child, for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Well, you can imagine how happy the queen was to hear her messenger's report. She promised him a great reward and waited until nightfall for the little man to appear. Last chance, your highness, laughed the little man, popping through the window. What's my name? Mm, is it Harry? said the queen shyly. No. Gunther? No. Well, said the queen. Then it must be Rumpelstiltskin. What? How did you know? Who has played this trick on me? The strange little man began to yell and stomp his feet. In fact, he jumped up and down so hard that he plunged deep down into the earth, and he never came back again. 